0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: Today we have a rich entitled parent story where an entitled parent complains that they're being made to feel like a child. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, mother-in-law disregarding me. Not sure if this is where to put this, but I feel like this was an entitled parent moment, maybe. Guess I'm looking for advice because I really don't like confrontation, and I'm quite a sensitive person offline. Basically I've always been really close to my mother-in-law, and she's more like a mom to me. We're very similar in a lot of ways, especially in sensitivity and caring for others, but recently she said some hurtful things and completely disregarded my wishes. First upset, me and her son got married a few weeks ago. I read my vows out to her a few weeks before to see if they were okay, and she loved them. Fast forward to the day. It appeared like everyone loved them, including the little jokes I put in, and a few people said that to me. The following day, I was saying I relieved people like them and found the jokes funny. But she said people weren't laughing, they were groaning at me for putting them in. I asked why she would say that, because that'll get into my head and ruin the moment for me. But she didn't say anything and carried on playing with my son. She knows my mental health isn't always the best, and that that would be something I would latch on to, especially since I've only just started being able to trust people again. Second biggest upset, because we live so far away from each other, I've only met her colleagues once or twice, but they've always been really kind to me and spoiled us when big celebrations have happened. On top of this, they've looked after and cared for my mother-in-law in such a way that they've been more like family and best friends to her, especially in difficult times in her life. I realized I hadn't thanked them properly for the gifts and things when my baby daughter was born at the beginning of the year, as well as my son a few years ago, but I also wanted to thank them generally, mostly for her. I didn't have a traditional cake at my wedding, and instead did a traditional dessert slash cake from where I live that are small and individual. As we only invited really close family and friends to the wedding, her colleagues weren't invited but I still wanted to acknowledge and thank them so I bought separate ones specifically for my mother-in-law to give to them when she went back to work. I told her this prior, and she didn't look happy about it, but didn't say anything other than one of the reasons I'll say in a sec. When we came back from our mini honeymoon, we had a catch-up over the phone, and she told me that she'd been thinking about it, and took the decision to instead give all the little cakes to one of her colleagues slash friends in particular, and told this person I bought them specifically for her. Her reasons being that no one was really in that week, only one other person had gifted my newest baby, when we moved closer this person and her family would more likely be our friends and be close to them, and this person was having a really hard time, so they needed something to cheer her up. I was shocked and upset, so I didn't know what to say, but then tried to come around to her way of thinking, however, I can't seem to. Don't get me wrong, I am glad in some way I could be part of doing something for her friend, especially as she's done a lot for me, but for me, mother-in-law took something I went out of my way to do, disregarded my wishes, lied to her friend, put me in an awkward position, and took a gift away from her other colleagues. There's a couple more things, but these two are the ones I'm most upset about. I don't feel like I'm wrong for being hurt and upset with her and feel she's massively overstepped. I tried to talk to my husband about it but he doesn't see the big deal for me. But I think he forgets I've experienced a lot of hurt and disregard from people and just how much it's taken me to work hard to trust people and go back to how I used to be with people. I really love her a lot and as I said I really, really hate confrontation. I don't know how to address it without an argument or saying something in the wrong way. Please no hate, just want advice on how to address this appropriately without causing upset. I think the issue here is OP either feeling the need to please her or live up to her standards or need validation, it's clear that she's routinely hurt you or let you down, and my question is why is OP presenting this as if the only option is to move forward with her and try to find a way not to upset her, versus being honest or honestly pulling back a little bit and stop allowing yourself to be hurt by this person. Our next story is, Entitled Mom is upset that I did my job and had to inform her that her son is misbehaving. Bit of context first, I'm a manager of a before and after school childcare program in my local public school district. The company that I work for is privately owned and sort of rents out the space in the schools. I've just passed my 7th year working here, started when I was 15, and I've always really liked it, mainly because the school that I've been working at is the school that I went to as a kid and it's within close walking distance. Working at that specific school is one of the main reasons that I've worked here for so long. When I became the manager, it was literally something that was just forced upon me because there was no one else to fill that role. I've always been really good at saving, so I've never asked for a raise before. I've spent my own money buying toys and supplies for the site that the higher-ups either didn't want to get or didn't know what to get. I've been shortened on support staff for my site for the second straight year as they don't want to pay a competing starting wage with other nearby businesses but whatever. Working with children K-5 to takes a lot out of you, but you do it for them. I've always really liked my job, but the past couple of days are making me change my mind. So there I was, opening, understaffed, with two staff out on vacation, one not showing, and two others coming nearly 30 minutes after school gets out because they're both high schoolers and have to commute, drop off siblings, and whatever. Shortly after school gets out, I usually take the kids to the playground, it's one of the largest playgrounds in the district, despite being one of the smallest schools. So I'm practically solo monitoring 45 kids because one staff has to stand at the entrance to the playground, and then a hill and the equipment get in the way, then I hear a lot of yelling that one of the first grade girls is crying. When I get over there, the first grader is under some stairs crying and I start my questioning, The 1st grader in question has some mobility disability, required a walker to get around, and had multiple surgeries over the summer to help. Turns out that a new kid in the program this year, a 3rd grade boy, had pushed her down, kept pushing her down, pinned her to the ground, and grabbed her neck. When I asked the 3rd grader why he did this, he said, I don't know. When I asked if asked if there was a reason why he did this, he said no. In response, I had him apologize to the first grader and walk three laps around the blacktop. And of course, I wrote up a behavior report for him to give to his parents, all pretty normal, until I got a text from my boss if I could come into the company office to talk. Apparently, the mom of the third grader had called my boss and the principal of the school and had a multi-hour conversation about how I was being biased and unfair to her kid. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash storytimepod. She demanded that I be removed from the site, and my boss, for some reason, immediately caved and said I can pick the school that I want to manage. So, I'm essentially being demoted, told I have to spend a lot more on commuting, be moved with no advanced warning, and cause the site that I've spent so much effort on have no manager for the horrible crime of doing my job. Well, I guess this just reinforces the fact that parents have a lot of power when it comes to schools. I don't really understand why in a situation where the kids' behavior was clearly horrendous, they would cave so badly, but man, I would be salty for a long time if I were in OP's position. Honestly, I think it's kind of the stuff like this that ruined the experience of people who genuinely care and want to do good being somebody who helps these kids as they grow up and learn. Our next story is, Mom ignored me for weeks, got mad when I didn't communicate to her. I'm 25-year-old female, the only daughter in my family. I recently started a new relationship with someone who makes me feel safe and appreciated. This means I'm spending more time outside of the house and occasionally staying over at their place. Growing up, my parents have always been overprotective, helicoptery, and would make me stay home to take care of my toddler brother after school. As a result, I missed out on a lot of high school experiences. I've always felt a little behind socially and in life because of this. I was never allowed to date, even in my early 20s, but I stopped listening to them at this point. And my parents always judged my friends and their families for allowing their daughters to have boyfriends, or dress a certain way. I'm a grown adult. I work full-time, go to school part-time, and I'm preparing to continue my education next year and move far, far away. Neither of my parents really care to be involved in what is going on in my life. There's never a stream of communication via text or call. In the past, they would only really text or call me to ask where I am. This would present itself as them cursing me out or accusing me of drinking or doing drugs. There's not even a stream of consistent communication between the two of them. So I've learned to be private with what's going on in my personal life. Just because I don't really want them to be involved or provide their very judgmental and traditional opinions on what I do. My narcissistic mom recently saw my tattoo, a small outline of my childhood dog on my ankle, and told me I was a bad person and ran away crying. She then didn't talk to me for two to three weeks. I started this relationship around the same time. My parents now have been demanding to know where I am, who I'm with, even though I've asked them for privacy probably should have known better. They started lecturing me about how, if I don't like it here, I can move somewhere else. My mother made very personal attacks at me during this lecture. I got upset and emotional and she scoffed at me. My dad told me to not take her opinions personally and that she shows affection in a weird way. They told me that I'm responsible for telling them where I am even though they haven't texted me to ask where I've been. Again, they don't text or call me really ever, so I just assumed that it didn't bother them, only to find out that I should have been picking up that they care oh so much. But speaking from past experiences, they only start to care when they start to pick up on me dating someone. They also say things like, we trust you, but not the other person, which I take as, we don't trust you to pick a good person. They also say things like, you always pick friends over family, but when they go out for dinner, they take my brothers and don't invite me. I'm just incredibly confused if I'm in the wrong to assume that they didn't care, because it definitely feels like I'm of the lowest value as the only daughter in a first-gen household. I guess I'm just wondering if this is normal for parents, and how do I navigate or appease them for peace, because I'm just so tired. I have so much going on in my life. And these unnecessary lectures jumble my brain and stress me out even more than I already am. Also, am I being gaslit into believing that they genuinely care? Because I feel cognitive dissonance creeping up on me. Anyway, I'm just incredibly tired of not feeling seen as a competent individual in their eyes. Yeah, I definitely think a lot of OP's concerns are very real here. I mean, they're putting in the bare minimum or outright ignoring or dodging OP and then turning around and saying, why are you dodging us or thinking that we're dodging you? Is it not like a level of gaslighting that's honestly going on here? This next story is, got the silent treatment from my mom after an argument about my boyfriend. I would like to start this story with the fact that me and my boyfriend are currently in a long distance relationship due to the fact that I'm working in another country, and he's still in our hometown where my parents and his also live. So, long story short, my parents are divorced and living in separate houses in the same city. At the time me and my boyfriend got together, my mom was living in another city, but since the beginning of this year, she moved back to our hometown. When my mom and boyfriend met at first, they had a very nice connection which I was also very happy about, but due to some circumstances, she started calling him for favors, to help around the house, as she's doing everything alone. I guess she saw him as very reliable and helpful. He also has some problems saying no, and started to call him even more, sometimes even without a reason to share her day or problems. Once he came to visit me where I live, and while in the bathroom, he left his phone with me. The phone started ringing and I saw it's my mom so I naturally picked up. She was so confused why I picked up as she was calling him and when I asked why the freak she calls him instead of me, she said she just wanted to chat with him. Time went by and other situations started to go on my nerves as I started to understand things that happened to my mom via him. She usually talks with a lot of people during the day and sometimes forgets what she told who, but it's just so unnatural to me to learn things about my mom through him. There was also a situation that irritated me a lot when I was going back home. My flight was on, let's say on Saturday, and she was supposed to come pick me up from the airport. On Thursday my boyfriend says, your mom invited me tomorrow evening, so Friday, to have dinner at her place. Of course, we started an argument as of why she would invite him to dinner exactly a day before I come, and especially what they'll do to a dinner, just the two of them. He didn't go, and we ended up going after I was back. Fast forward to a few days ago, when the same situation with a dinner happened again. She hit him up with the idea of cooking something and having a dinner together. I get that info from my boyfriend again, and when the day of the dinner came, she randomly texted me what she was doing now. I took the opportunity to tell her I know about the dinner, and it's again, not from her but from my boyfriend, and that I don't feel comfortable about these kinds of situations at all. She invalidated my feelings, saying something like, you're always mad about something, and when I told her that I don't expect her to tell me everything, but when it comes to plans with my own boyfriend I am expecting to know, she said, am I supposed to tell you every time I call or every word I say to him as well? She said if I waited a bit more, she would have told me about the dinner. I just left the convo there as I was left with no words. During their dinner, she called me with video and I told her we'll talk later once she's alone. I guess my boyfriend was also giving her the cold shoulder and she left in an hour. I called her to explain my feelings and how I don't see it right for her to share so many things with him than with me. I also told her that her behavior messes up my relationships with him and we have arguments for nothing.
0: And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
1: She said she didn't understand my point and needs time to think about everything. It's been four days of silent treatment since then. Am I in the wrong in this situation for speaking up and having some boundaries? I don't think OP's in the wrong here. I mean, it's one thing I suppose for a parent to want to spend a little time getting to know their kid's partner. But there seems to be like this weird, unhealthy attachment going on here. Where, yeah, it almost seems like she's trying to date the boyfriend more than OP is. My question is, why is the boyfriend playing along so much with it? I mean, OP doesn't seem too upset with him, but like why has it been allowed to get to this point? Our next story is, my mom has been abusive and a bully to EVERYONE and now wonders why she's alone. I, 19 year old female, have lived with my mother all my life, but moved out a year ago due to multiple traumatic events in the past. As of last week, I got the official PTSD diagnosis for this and I plan to cut ties. She's never been the nurturing type and always just giving me the bare minimum that I needed to survive. I'm talking friends had to teach me at 13 or so how to brush my hair and teeth because my mom couldn't be bothered to do it. They also had to explain things you usually learn in preschool that my mom also failed to show me, like not to hit or even touch other kids if they didn't want it. She left me alone for the first time when I was six, overnight, and when I called crying 20 minutes after she left, My mom said that she would only come home if there was an emergency. And I was so scared to be alone. I almost threw myself down the stairs on purpose so that she would come home. I chickened out and cried myself to sleep. The next day she said, See, that went well, no need to be a baby about it. And from that point forward, just expected me to be okay with her dipping whenever she felt like it. She said I looked like a Chinese tramp because I had makeup on for the first time and the shade was too pale for me. She said that all the men would be looking at me in that way, and that I would be a pretty sight distraction for them. I was 12, and I was about to go to church for a ceremony. She has repeatedly made it known that she doesn't care about my well-being nearly as much as my chores being done, my grades being good, and people thinking she's a good, brave, single mom. From not caring that I wouldn't eat or show up at her house for days, just to see if that would make her worry, to calling me fat even though I'm perfectly healthy and she's the obese one. There's a lot to unpack here. I'm going to therapy and I'm getting better. Responsible for my PTSD is something she did when I was six or seven. She would invite our neighbor and her two sons over so they could play with me and the grown-ups would talk. They essayed me multiple times during those playdates. I begged my mom not to let them come over again with tears in my eyes. She responded by saying I should be grateful those older boys were even indulging me. After all, boys that age don't want to play with girls, much less younger babies like myself. It stopped after she fought with a neighbor. Meanwhile, my memories got repressed and I only remembered these things after two years of therapy. That was just the context. Sorry for trauma dumping. My birth giver's most recent escapade is this. Ever since my grandma, her and my aunt's mother died, My aunt doesn't celebrate Christmas with my mother. She says it's because she thinks the holiday is overrated, but whenever I come to visit on December 24th or 25th to drop off presents, the entire house is decorated beautifully, and I'm always invited to stay for dinner, a movie, or a snack. I think my aunt likes to celebrate Christmas, just not with her sister. My sister, the golden child and an enabler for my mother's tantrums, spends one holiday with our mother and one with her baby daddy's family, so the kids get even visits. So imagine my surprise when after a year of little to no contact, suddenly I'm called by mother dearest, asking me to come home and spend Christmas with family. I've been at my dad's for Christmas for five years in a row. I was the first to leave to spend the holiday elsewhere. Then came my aunt and then this year my sister. Why I should throw around my plans because she failed to keep her family close? Literally every other day of the year is beyond me and I tell her so. Now of course this is very sad and I'm a horrible daughter in person for doing this and leaving my poor mother alone on Christmas. Boo hoo. Some family members have called and told me not to be selfish and that it's time for family to come together. I tell them I am with my family, and if they think it's so sad that this poor, narcissistic, abusive she-devil has to spend a cold December night alone, then they can come and pick her up. No one wants to do that. Big surprise. My aunt is staying out of it. My dad says it's my right to do whatever I want on Christmas, and would not recommend going back out of pity and guilt. My mom is crying and calling and guilt-tripping me and begging me to come home. My sister says I'm being cruel and a selfish brat. The woman is my mom and she gave birth to me. Our family's really small, so there's like seven people on either side. Can someone please tell me I'm not insane? I think I need to hear that. Or would you keep someone like this in your life? Aside from the essay, this is the tamer stuff she did. It, for those of you wondering where my dad was during all of this, she basically used him as a donor and peaced out. They both wanted a child but not a relationship, so they agreed that he would be a weekend dad and I would stay with my mom most of the time. Only she started reducing contact the second I was born. She didn't put his name on the birth certificate without anyone's knowledge. He only got to see me like once every two months if we got lucky, and even then my mom complained that that was too much. My dad wasn't aware of how I'd been treated, and I only recently told him, mostly because I repressed half the bad stuff that happened, and the other half I thought was normal as a child. He was horrified. What's weird is that she never seemed to want me around, like she'd leave for days during school weeks with little to no warning or, during summer, she'd ship me off to a camp I didn't want to go to. My dad would have gladly had me on all those occasions. I don't know why she didn't let me go. At this point, I think she was just acting cruel because she could. Honestly, I think the last bit OP was talking about is just selfish. They probably just wanted to be the better parent. They probably wanted to reinforce and make sure their status as a strong, brave single mother could not be infringed or walked upon in any way. Needless to say, I don't think OP insane at all. This next story is, Entitled Parent complained that I made him feel like a child. I work in the kids area on a cruise ship, policy, we allow parents with kids younger than 3 in the play area, rule being one parent has to be accompanying the child at all times. I left for a few minutes because of a child getting seasick. When I returned, there was the dad with his 2 year old son drawing on the counter. I said I'm sorry sir, but please do not let him draw on the counter. He said oh, these aren't washable? I said yes, they are, we don't want anyone drawing on the counter. Entitled Dad, allowing the child to continue, I say, sir, please do not allow your son to draw on the counter. Entitled Dad tells the child he isn't allowed, and they leave. While I clean the marker off the counter, the child runs off to some prep work one of my co-workers set aside. Child grabs the scissors and the prep work. I said, sorry, dear, you cannot play with this right now. You're welcome to play with it later. The Entitled Dad says, it's okay for him to play with it while I sit with him. I say, sir, there are toys he's welcome to play with. This he cannot play with right now. The dad replies, I'll be sitting here with him. I say, I understand that. Right now, he cannot play with this. He's welcome to when my coworker has finished cutting everything. The entitled dad, now frustrated, do I need to pay for anything? I said, no, sir. I'm just letting you know right now he cannot play with this. I thought my son was allowed to play with anything in this room. The manager, thank God for her, says, He can play with what is available to him. There are toys on the other side of the room he can play with. Sir, no need to pay for anything. Entitled Dad takes a plate of markers to one of the tables. I tell my manager I'm going to give him some paper, as I'm worried he'll allow the child to draw on the table. Just as I got the paper, there he was, sitting next to the child, drawing on the table. I say, sir, here's some paper for your son to draw on. Please do not allow him to draw on the table entitled dad takes the paper while telling his son he must draw on the paper all frustrated my manager gave me a look of oh my god i went to go clean the room next door before returning my manager informed me the entitled dad asked for my name he wanted to make a formal complaint against me for treating him like a child My manager said the last straw was when his son opened the TV cupboard, started playing with the things in there, which is the Nintendo Switch, controller, sound system, DVD player and games for the Switch. My manager informs him that that is not an area for a 2 year old child to play with. He was obviously not happy by that. His wife showed up during the time, they left just as I returned. The wife thanked us for everything, that was that. The washable marker I could get off the counter. Sadly, not completely on the table. I love that this guy had to clarify and make sure to ask, Do I have to pay for anything? Because it darn sure seems like by the time they were done in that room, that they would have managed to find a way to have to pay for something. Just to clarify, I don't have to pay for anything in here, right? Meanwhile, he's revving a theoretical chainsaw behind his back. Our next story is, Entitled Mom yells at me and my cousin because we didn't let her kids play. I'm sorry if the details are a bit vague, as I was only around 4 years old when this incident occurred. This story takes place in late 2008 around November. At the time, my cousin had the idea to set up a lemonade stand for our neighborhood, and I agreed. We received permission and gathered all the necessary ingredients to make the lemonade, using an old lemonade stand from our parents' childhood, and adding in our play tents and toys. We transformed our front yard into a kid's paradise, with play tents, swings, a trampoline, and a sandbox. Our cul-de-sac had about 6 other kids including 2 girls our age, who had been our friends since we were born, as well as 4 older cousins whom we weren't extremely close with. We were familiar with all the kids and everyone knew they were welcome to join us and play. Once we had our setup ready, our grandma treated us to some snacks. These snacks included chips, gummies, and two cups of cola. My cousin and I occasionally got to share a can of Coke as a treat. She also gave us a plate with two fresh brownies. Our routine was to play until we noticed someone approaching the lemonade stand. Most of the people who stopped by were family friends. There were also two strangers who approached, but turned away after making a purchase. At one point, a boy around 9 or 10 came by on a bike. He immediately ran and started jumping on our trampoline with his shoes on, which upset my cousin. Our grandparents had a strict, no shoes on the trampoline rule, and his jumping caused my cousin to fall off and hit her head. My papa, who was doing yard work nearby, intervened and asked the boy to get down. The boy became angry and started yelling at my papa, claiming that he wasn't his boss and that his mom had told him he could play on the trampoline. This puzzled my grandpa because we had never seen this boy before. Despite the confusion, my papa picked the boy up by the arm and pulled him to the ground. He did this because the trampoline was very low to the ground. My papa explained to the boy that he couldn't simply do things because his mom told him to, and he emphasized that the boy could have just asked to play. However, he couldn't do that because he ended up hurting my cousin. The boy then sulked and got back on his bike. After my papa helped my cousin, we continued playing. By that point, we'd sold most of the lemonade, when we suddenly heard a loud crash. We turned to see a woman, and the pitcher of lemonade shattered on the ground. The woman approached, grabbed me by the arm, and began yelling at both me and my cousin, leaving me terrified and unable to recall much of what she said. My papa heard the commotion and rushed over to see what was happening. He saw the woman holding me by the arm and started yelling at her. He even threatened to call the police the woman let me go and redirected her anger towards my papa to her surprise my kind-looking grandpa could be stern and assertive he shouted at the woman while my cousin comforted me unfortunately the part of my arm that she had grabbed was already starting to bruise eventually the woman grabbed a half-eaten brownie and threw it at my papa in response he took out his phone and called 911 This frightened the woman, prompting her to quickly run off. After that we packed up and went inside. Fortunately we were never bothered by that woman or her son again. We also found out that they lived on a nearby street. Guess the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. At least the kid, when told no, learned to just give up and walk off, albeit sadly. I mean I get as a parent, you see your kids sad or dejected because they couldn't get something. There's a part of you that's like, I want to give them everything they desire. But you also have to, you know, be an actual parent first and foremost. The fact that this lady went and grabbed and smashed that lemonade and threw a brownie, not exactly somebody I would consider parent material to begin with. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.